that shit, that's right. Number two, boo boo, straight cock I smoke ganja with a dreadlock rasta. Move like Frank, you would die like a hasa. Move like Jesus, die like a mata. Hell of a choice when you riding on a mata. Trying to get some holes in a hot car. How far is we away, man? Not far. The greatness they claim, not all, all not. We're those juggernauts. Me, L, be hell. Hey guys, what's going on? What is up? This is still a show. <laughs> Surprise, we still talk into microphones sometimes. Uh, I'm Armin. I'm Chase. And uh, today we're kicking off a series of four ears that are entirely revolving around a music group that lit my soul on fire not too long ago. Yeah, that's wild. That is Run the Jewels. But before we get there, Chase, you convince your coworkers you don't believe in space today. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh I used the space is fake uh, technique. Hell yes. To just completely uh, remove myself from a conversation that I didn't want to be a part of anymore. Were they like, hey, listen, we're going to need you to uh, to really lean into like it's international like Voyager pla- passing Pluto day and you have to like do some sort of post about it. And you're like, mm, is it though? No, it was kind of like that. <laughs> kind of like that. Uh, a lot of my a lot of my coworkers are big fans uh, and believers of astrology and um, Mercury being in retrograde and that having anything to do with anything. And I could tell where this conversation was headed. And I announced, well, I don't believe in space. And then I walked away from the situation and they all, I think, tentatively believed me because it fits it fits the character that I play at it's work. It's on brand. It's very on brand for me. They're like, oh, yeah, that definitely seems like something that guy would probably probably realistically believe in. So what you're telling me is, first of all, you told me earlier that your recovery isn't quite where you would expect it to be, given that you didn't really go balls to the wall yesterday. Yeah, man. And you think Mer- Mercury is in rec- retrograde has nothing to do with that? I mean, that's proof right there. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the positioning of planets... In space, if there is a space, first and foremost, has nothing to do with my recovery. You know what has everything to do with my recovery? Edibles. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think, if anything, that would probably help. Uh, you know, just poor sleep, uh, not doing mobility, not just under recovery. Strangely enough, if you don't do any recovery techniques and you treat your body like garbage, the end result will always be garbage, dog. That's a good point. I actually found myself doing the OG version of the couch stretch last night. Like literally, literally on, on the, couch. the couch while watching TV. Wow. Yeah, your couch is uh, your couch perfect is big for that. To do it. Yeah, it's perfect for that. Hmm. Anyway, so we're going to be talking. Layer to your knee. Yeah, it was really nice. <laughs> Actually, I, I ended up stretching instead of just being like my fucking knee or <laughs> my fucking ankle. Yeah, it's normally the ankle or my foot. Yeah, this is, this is actually quite nice. Uh, today we're going to be talking about RTJ. RT fucking J. Run the Jewels is a super group rap, a super rap group, <laughs> super a rap, rap super group, group of uh, Killer Mike and LP. And uh, when was the first time you heard Run the Jewels? So the, fir- the first time I heard Run the Jewels, I was a <clears throat> senior in college. So it would have been 2015. Wow. And I believe, I believe that you were the- a senior in college in 2015. <laughs> That's wild, right? That is wild. And I believe that the. Their second LP or LP, their second album had just came out, and uh, for whatever reason, I only like would listen to 
the stars that were song. I mean, the songs that were starred on Apple Music. I was like, well, definitely, it's probably only these three songs that are good. The rest of this is probably trash. So I listened to those three songs. <clears throat> I was like, man, that's pretty catchy. And I just never listened to the rest of the album. Fast forward to uh, fall of 2016, I started CrossFitting, like for reals, for reals. And I just, for whatever reason, put on the whole album at the gym, which we were only supposed to play like unedited music at. And I just played it all unedited. And uh, yeah, it was great. It was amazing. But I was ha- I was having a spiritual awakening while the rest of the gym was like, I um I don't know if I want to sign up here. <laughs> <laughs> this seems very violent. Uh, very uh, yeah. yeah. No, I I believe it because I had the same awakening, and uh, we'll get to we'll get to the songs that that changed my world. Um, I mean they're not on this album, but Blockbuster Night Part One, Legend Has It, you know those those songs kind of like completely changed the way that I listen to music. I think in a really strange way because it just sort of like came up on a, on like a suggested playlist. That was like a, an auto generated playlist. And I remember listening to it and I remember thinking like, I'm going to go run through a brick wall right now. This (laughs) is it. This is the moment I found it. So I remember, I remember your discovery moment slightly differently because, uh, why we both worked at flow elite, I would put together uh, like Spotify mixtapes to share out with our with our followers on Flow Elite, and uh, the first mixtape that I made opened up with Blockbuster Night Part One. It did, and then it had like one other like Run the Jewels song buried down in there. Um, but I remember passing it on to you. I was like, "Yeah, check it out. Tell me if you like it, and then we'll then we'll pu- push it out there." And I was like, "He's he's definitely never gonna listen to this." <laughs> <laughs> Like fast forward a week later, I was like, "Do you have a chance?" You're like, "Yeah, man, sounds good." And I was like, ah, "He didn't listen." He definitely to it. didn't listen. To that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I put it out into the world, uh, and then like two months later, you text me and you go, "Hey, man, have you ever heard of Run the Jewels?" <laughs> did I really do that? Yeah, yeah, it's exactly what you did. Oh and I was wow! Like, hey, motherfucker, I, I initiated you, and you just, you just acted as if it didn't even happen. Wow, you ignored it. I definitely didn't listen to it that time. I know, and because you would have stopped right there. I was being a great friend, and, <laughs> and think, I was thinking to myself, was like, you know, who would really appreciate this run the jewels stuff? Chase, Chase would really appreciate this run the jewels stuff. See, I should give it. I should. I should share the love. I didn't. That was at a time when I didn't think I had to educate you on on that type of music. I was like, Armin's experienced. He's in, into what's cool and new, and and good. And uh, apparently you just did not know Run the Jewels existed. And I no failed idea. you as a friend. Yeah, I appreciate I appreciate that. You know, what? I'm going to give you credit. Thanks, Chase. Thanks for introducing <laughs> me to Run the Jewels. That's whatever. Tally it up however you want. I don't get extra points. Do I get referral points from yeah, Run yeah. the Jewels at the show? I think show? you get 10% of all my listens. It's pretty Put good. It the, Chase, the Chase 10 discount for Run the Jewels. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I really dig... I really dig Run the Jewels, dude. So so were you like me and you, the album that you got introduced to first, which one would that have been? Would that have been number three? Probably RTJ3. So I feel like I got introduced to album number two. Album number one obviously existed, the one that we're going to be talking about today. And number three uh, was just about to come out. But because I was introduced to number two first, I like spent all my time there and thought it was the best. And I never paid any attention to RTJ1 
or RTJ3 for the longest time after it came out. Uh, for whatever reason, but I think I think the common thread through all three of these albums are that they uh, they all slap. They <laughs> they all <laughs> they all make me want to like blow out my speakers and or burn down my car. To be to- <laughs> to be to be totally fair, I understand the 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 sentiment behind what you're describing because when you stumble onto like a set of good songs, like maybe like two or three good songs from the same album, you're like this is way too good for the rest of the album to like match this. I'm just not going to worry about it. Yeah. Like I'm not going to go there. And then you like somehow get into the album. You're like, okay, this was way too good. Like there's no way any of their other music actually touches this shit. The quality is just too high. I don't want to ruin my experience of this by having tainting it with the other shit. Album. Absolutely. And it, and then it turns out with run the jewels specifically and maybe only all three of their releases in terms of albums, have been the fucking tits. Yeah, man. It's it's kind of out of control. The the fact that they weren't massive six like crossover into pop culture into every fabric of every person's being and social media existence after the first album is mind blowing. Like how how did anyone listen to Run the Jewels one? And not be like, oh, I got to tell my aunt. I got to tell my grandma. In 2013, to- by the way, <laughs> this album, you could release Run the Jewels 1 today. And it and would it, still bang. It would still be the best release in the past 12 months, basically. 100%. I agree with that. And <clears> this <throat> is this is a six-year-old album. It's it's mind-blowing. I didn't even think about it being six years old. How crazy is that? 2013, these guys released this album. It holds up. It absolutely does. How's that even work? I think I think it has something to do with just their their delivery and flow. Like it's, yeah. and it's only recently that they've they've kind of blown up. You know, their a lot of their songs showed up in like you know commercials and like the Super Bowl. Their songs showed up in the Black Panther yeah. uh, uh, trailer and stuff. Like so, they're they're hitting like mainstream strides. And neither of them like they're both you know, I think comfortably well off at this point. Yeah, I don't think, and I also don't think they cared about any of that stuff. I yeah. think they make music for the fact of like they like to make music. Agreed. And I think you can tell that based off of the the sort of you know the um messaging and consistency across all three albums, which I think now is a really good time to talk about maybe the album, right? So right, right. the thing about Run the Jewels is how do I say this? It's like it's political and activist, but at the same time, it just wants to get high on shrooms and fuck. Yeah. And then also, if it can get in a fight somewhere in the middle there. That'd be a major plus. Totally down for that. <laughs> totally down to just get really fucked up on drugs and alcohol and have sex with the hottest chick that they can find or not. It doesn't or even not. matter. I think it's just anything. Just honestly. have sex with anything. Yeah. As long as it's female. I Correct. Think, I don't think they'll fuck each other. I don't think they'll fuck each other either. But now I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I'd have to. I have to go back and listen. But also, just fighting. Just fighting. Violence. Sex and violence is kind Hell of what yeah. this is all about. Honestly. And I started. So we started the episode by listening to Thirty Six Inch Chain, the first forty seconds of it, which was, by the way, the very first single that they released, which is hmm. why I picked that. And I, I want had no idea. Yeah. I, I just found out what why uh, 
why why they're called Run the Jewels. Did you did you know why it was? Tell me, Chase. So it's a reference to a LL Cool J song. Which LL Cool J song? I'm I'm about to pull it up here. Hell yeah! Right quick, because you know this thing had to like reset itself. My phone decided to close out of the app because I didn't pay attention to it. My bad, guys. All right, so here we go. It's LL Cool J's Cheesy Rap Blues. Cheesy Rap Blues. And the line goes, just throw your hands in the air and wave them like you don't care. Keep them there. You'll run the jewels, run the jewels, run the jewels. Any idea where in the song that shows up? I don't want to listen to the whole song. Same, dog. I don't have any desire. Run the jewels, run the jewels. Okay. Nailed it. Just throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. Keep them there. You'll run the jewels, run the jewels, run the jewels, run the jewels. I used to be rolling like a millionaire, cash in a flashback. Yo. LL Cool. Don't ever say LL Cool J didn't contribute to society. <laughs> he named Run the Jewels. Yeah, man. Now LL I'm, Cool J had a couple slaps. Is there is there is there a meaning behind the uh, cover? Because they use the same hand situation. I think it's just like the, the gun symbol, in the chain, right? A symbol for running the jewels. Is it like know, stealing? Like is that what it is? Is it supposed to be like thievery? Yeah, like, I think so. Like you're holding up the other hand. Yeah. Sonny thinks it's about thievery. I, I think, Good job, I, think it, I think it just means you're getting like mugged for like your necklace or your bling or your watches or anything like that. Hell yeah. Definitely way more prevalent during LL Cool J's time. Once again, sex and violence. Hell yeah. And drugs. Like right from the get-go, their symbol is violence. And uh the first so the the first track on this album is uh is is the continuation of a long and wonderful uh strategy and practice in music of, of in, self-named in self-titled which, in which a band is going to release an album named after themselves <laughs> with a single also named, named after themselves now foreigner has done this with their album foreigner featuring the track foreigner foreigner and run the jewels has also done this. That's the reference that you go to, though. No, no other, no other brands, brands, bands have possibly done this before. Just Foreigner and RTJ. RTJ. Uh, this is this is the first track off of Run the Jewels. Album Run the Jewels called the song's called Run the Jewels. <laughs> Right off the bat. Yeah, that beat is uh, bonkers, man. And I think that that's one of the secrets to what they've got going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, LP's production, is, LP's production is out of this world. Yeah, he knows how to like produce just for them, for like the hit the punchlines just right. And uh, 
just kind of like it's almost like a speed thing too like they have a they just have a different pace and cadence yeah their their rhythm their cadence when they're rapping is like the and there's like there's a there's an energy that's just built into it's like when you watch uh eminem in that parking garage doing like the super fast like rap off his I'm not the kill. <laughs> that didn't sound <laughs> that like him perfect. at all, but you know what I'm talking about. And he's like upset and like walking around and like sweating and shit. Ham bam. I flip a flam. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Got Chris toe jam. <laughs> I talked to Pam. <laughs> the Pam said to Sam. <laughs> Give me the click jam. Drink. <laughs> yeah, it's just that. It's exactly. that over and over. Exactly. Yeah, that's. Uh, so the, the cadence and the rhythm that they have is uh, is energetic in and of itself. And I think that combined with the production quality that LP is putting out is is a key. Is For a sure. Key to this it's, thing. It, I would, I would um, relate it to why Android phones suck, right? You have all these different makers making the device, and then you have Android, and they're like, I'm going to slap this on top of this shit device or by vice versa. They're like, I have this great device and then I'm going to slap this shit operating system on top of it. But they like, they weren't made at the same time. Whereas with iPhones, it's like, I got this dope ass product. I got this software that was built just for it. And they work super cohesively to dog. There's harmony there. There's harmony. Yeah. There's synergies built in synergies designed synergistically. Absolutely, it is. <laughs> it is designed that way. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I I I remember putting together um, a playlist uh, using um, like so. I was listening to this hip hop playlist that Spotify had auto generated. Great. And uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I remember creating a playlist that was like I think I called it Whoa. Or whatever, because it was just like songs that I'd never heard before that like completely blew my fucking mind. Whoa. And this must have happened in the two months after you sent me this the playlist that you made at Flow. Uh, because the one of the reasons why I started listening to Run the Jewels more regularly is because two songs from Run the Jewels made it onto that playlist when like no other artist made more than one song on there. Oh, and it was Run the Jewels self titled self titled song the first album. And Blockbuster Night, right? So I, I remember thinking, I was like, wow, if I like two of these songs, maybe I'm going to like their other songs. And no I was way, right. Dog. No way. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, it took me a while to fully submerge into the into the first self-titled. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just assumed it was just not good. I think maybe I, I jumped around it enough times. You didn't listen to the first 20 seconds of the very first song? Oh, no. I run the jewels <laughs> itself. The song, the song running the jewels is like great, undeniable. That was like the one saving grace. And then after that, I think the next one I liked was A Christmas Fucking Miracle. Absolutely. Which is the last track. But it took me so long to discover, you know, Banana Clipper or ddfh which is super solid i think it's the next song that we should play i agree actually uh and if you know what ddfh means i would love for you to tell me Let, let's let's listen to it. this is ddfh off of run the jewels is run Rhetorical the jewels question
pops in the ghetto, they move like the Gestapo. Drunk off their power and greed, they often hostile. My little homie talk shit back and they beat him bad. That boy in the hospital now, he looking bad. And up with his mama and dad, we looking sad. My own mama called me, said, baby, I'm Jen Clay. They ain't putting their hands on my child or kill his ass. Please don't rap about that shit before they murder your black ass. It's draws over Brooklyn, you blink it, you get took it. And now you understand the definition of Brooklyn. Pigs on parade, but bacon fried and cooking. God bless. That's so good. Such like vivid storytelling. Yeah, it, it's it's Killer Mike is really impressive. Yeah, man. really impressive. And I I'm I feel like suffering from the same thing that that stopped you from listening to the rest of RTJ two and then to the rest of their albums, which is I have not heard a single non Run the Jewels song from LP or Killer Mike because I just don't want to ruin my experience of them. Should I continue listening to that little voice in my head, or should I try and actually find other Killer Mike music and other LP music? So you should definitely, definitely listen to Killer Mike's uh, album that came out right before. Like it was the same. I think it might have came out in 2013 as well, which is ah, fuck. Let me let me think. Find the name of it. I believe it's called Rap Music, maybe. But uh, LP like produced it. No shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. Then I'm in for that. It, it just like fit. It's not. So it's almost like when these two come together, they become like a superhero, right? Like separately, they're like meh. Uh, what happened? I don't know. Why'd your camera stop? It stopped. How'd you pick up on that? It didn't. Out of the corner of my eye. All right, you're saying. is it gonna blow up (laughs) uh anyways when they come together when lp and killer mike come together they create like just magic separately fine but it's almost like it's almost like someone salted their steak but they didn't put the pepper on the steak or they like made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and like fucked up and like left the bread off interesting so what you're saying is they do better together than they do separately. Yeah. But I should definitely those. check out that Killer Mike album that yes, LP Yes, because produced. they're all they're basically together. Let me let me find the name. It'd be stupid to give you a recommendation and not know the name. Now, while you're looking that up, do you know off the top of your head why it's DDFH? I don't I don't know I don't understand it. Maybe I don't maybe I didn't pay attention to the lyrics close <laughs> enough. Do dope and fuck hope, man. That's that's what it's all about. Do Hell dope, yeah. Fuck hope. Uh I th- I think it it's speaking to like the political nature of the song. It's all about like how uh, cops are just um, overly intense about the war on drugs. How the government's like taking taking uh putting way too much effort into the war on drugs. And basically, if you're if you're doing doing dope, you're you're viewed as being worse than someone that's out murdering people. Essentially, uh, I feel like the le- lyrics speak to that quite a bit. And he's just saying. Do dope, fuck hope. Nothing's gonna change. This is how it is. Fuck hope. It's a very killer Mike type of thing to say. <laughs> Love it. I, I I have um you know, I've seen Killer Mike become more and more uh at least well known for his activism over the past like couple of years. And I have a lot of respect for what he's got going on. What's it called? It's called rap music. Well, there you go. So there I go. I really like what he's uh I really like what he's been able to, to do. 
Like, yeah. His message not always I, something I agree with, but I love the yeah, fact some, that he's out there and he's, getting out there. Sometimes he's a he's a little off base, or he like feels a little bit too extreme for me. But that's a great thing. It, it never comes across like he's lecturing you. It never comes across as too preachy. Like you can easily just tune out all the shit that's about politics or about uh, his um, his whatever his his stances on things, and just listen to it like it's regular rap music. Um, I think it's something that he does like a really good job about. Um, I think the biggest difference between the two of them, though, <coughs> is Killer Mike is like super, super, super vivid storyteller. He's very di- direct when he has something to say. And, you know, it's very, very almost black and white. He wants you to know exactly what his uh, connotation was behind his words. Whereas with LP, it's so much more like crafty and elusive. He like will say references like he'll say he'll make his point, but it's reliant on you getting the references that he's making during it. Right. Like he'll he'll uh, he'll throw in like Star Trek type of stuff to be talking about his viewpoint on guns. And you'll be like, oh, I, didn't, I didn't get it because <laughs> I didn't watch Star Trek. And then you have to like look it up <clears throat> with Killer Mike. It's very much like what it, what you hear is what you what you get. Like what what you hear is what you get. Right. Like it's like. That is, I'm going to understand that exactly as he said it. With LP, it's more like, well, I'm going to have to go um, research this. Yeah. Do you um, have a bibliography, LP? I, like, Something I can look at? Yeah. I, I feel like he's he's one of the main reasons why you have to have like Rap Genius, like the website Rap Genius available whenever you listen to some music. Like it just takes on completely different and new and uh, exciting meanings and becomes way more uh, punchy. Yeah. Way more quotable. Now, I have something to say about LP. (laughs) For most of the time that I knew about Run the Jewels and saw Run the Jewels, first of all, I didn't know that LP wasn't black. Just by listening to the... I was like, these are two black guys. This is great. (laughs) And then I think you were the one who told me, you're like, no, no, dude, LP is really white. It's white. super white. And I was like, oh. It's like very surprised he's by like that red man almost yeah he's he's really really what is he he anyway <laughs> usually when you see him he's wearing a hat and sunglasses yes sir and there's a good reason for that because and this is going to come across really fucked up but his eyes are very close together <laughs> his <laughs> eyes are are really really close together and yeah. i think the sunglasses help balance that out and maybe 100%. if I had just seen him without the sunglasses first, I would have been like, all right, cool. That's what this guy looks like. But I remember it being a moment of like a reveal when I saw him without his sunglasses. And I was like, oh, shit, you wear those on purpose all the time. Yeah, dog, you got to do you have to do something about that. I think the other thing is that he is he is 24 seven baked. baked out of his mind. I love he's, I, he's one of my favorite follows on Twitter. He's not even in, in the same dimension. It's great. As us at all times. Yeah, it's really wonderful. Yeah, man. Uh LP is definitely the, for, for me, when I listen to RTJ, I feel like he is the, he's the secret sauce. He's the hidden gem. If you really listen to him, that's like, you'll definitely appreciate all of his verses more than Killer Mike's. Not to take away from Killer Mike, but I feel like he's just the bigger, he's the bigger uh, character, right? So everyone kind of gravitates to that and they're pulled in by that. And he's got real, uh, real solid punchlines that are funny and witty, um, so at first take you're like, Killer Mike, and then this one guy that kind of raps along with him. Yeah. But when you really know, when you re- when you get deep into these albums, 
Whenever he gets a sex song that's on every all three of these albums, <laughs> LP's LP got is some your bravado. Hero. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got a fucking ego. Speaking of the sex song, I actually am curious, who is Prince Paul? I don't know, but there's also another guy on. The, is it not on this version? <sighs> Man, I don't know who Prince Paul is. He's the feature on uh, on Twin Hype Back. Yeah, Twin Hype Back. Um, but. Is he is Prince Paul the guy who's talking about taking the girl to No, no, that's Long not. John Silvers. That's not Prince I don't know who that is. That shit is hilarious. It, he might he might be. But I think it's um All right. So l- let's I here's think it's the other guy. Here's Twin Hype back. Why does it not have it listed on Spotify? Yeah, off of Run the Jewels. Now come over here and let me give you a tongue kiss. On your hot pocket. Me and Michael go twin hype and do a dance on your windpipes. Put your fucking jazz hands back in your pants and get them shit sliced. Caught the ghost when I was yay high, so today I stay way high. Do not worry about my habits without sin, I probably can't like This is dope as that hard white, you stuffing a crank. I hit her this a kid with Tourette's to chill out and act right. I'm fat, but I dress nice, and bitches finesse Mike. They suck the dick and squeeze on my belly like bagpipes. I that's a great line. That is a great line. <sighs> they suck the dick and they squeeze on my belly like bagpipes. That's not how it works. I don't think that's what you want. <laughs> it doesn't sound enjoyable at all. I don't, I don't know. I'm not that. I'm not <laughs> bad enough yet. I don't. I don't live that life. I don't live that life either. But the reference, the question I was asking of who this guy is, is near the end of this song. He has some. He has some spoken word portions. This is. This is the chest. Rockwell? Yeah, Chess okay. Rockwell. And and here's here's what we're talking about. Okay. How about I come over tonight and pick you up in my brand new segway? We can go over the long john silvers, get a fish platter. You can take me home and massage me with butter all on my neck. I love you. Yo, that's that sounds like a great date. That's really romantic, like going to Long John Silver's, knowing you're both full well going to have diarrhea later. I know what Katie and I are doing tonight. <laughs> and we're going to massage Long John your neck Silvers. with butter. That's right. That's right. Uh, uh, we're going to take the segue over to Long John Silver's. <laughs> there's there's a great line in that song uh, where LP is talking about his dick, and then he flawlessly, effortlessly transitions back into first person. Well, you think it's first person. He says, humblest guy in the room. And I'm in the room, too. <laughs> and God dang it. It took me multiple listens to figure out what he was talking about there. It's his dick. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, LP. It's just strong. Let that ego fly. It's strong, uh, toxic, toxic masculinity that I need sometimes in my songs. You're goddamn right. And then... There's the final track on this album. A Christmas fucking miracle, dog. That's right. Here's what it sounds like.
That was me and PK on Atlantic. Never looked both ways, ran in traffic. Pops went away, but I stayed vagrant. Place where the steel and cement became nature. Look what you did with the place, it looks gorgeous. Cityscape with a flood of good men courses. And the dreamers of bull trapped in porcelain. Take a knee to the gods and get horseshit. Wanna live with a thrill, they'll arrange it. Got a bevy of imps to spit hatred. Shit'll get in your head and cause panic. Have you desperately begging to get famous? Get your dignity dirty and left orphaned. Sanity on the fringe of distorted. Who are they to just take shit and hoard it? Who am I that I don't get my portion? The most impressionable minds get molested and informed by manipulating forces. Don't fret, little man, don't cry. They can never take the energy inside you were born with. Knowing that, understand, you can never be poor. You already won the war, you were born rich. You can only take the energy you had going back to the ground with a home and your lord. We should just play the entire fucking song. It's so good. Yeah, it's, God bless. That was another song that I didn't discover until way later, until like way after I had started listening to... There needs to be a, a how to ingest. That's that's not going to work with Well, SEO. LP has an idea of how you can ingest them. I think they both do. How to... Bagpipes. Listen, there has to be an intro to run the jewels that doesn't suck. There has to be specific instructions. So I would say... If you would say you would say twin, twin hype back, followed by Panther like Panther. That'll do it. <laughs> that'll fuck you'll get it really fast. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the thing about so Spotify has a this is run the jewels playlist, but here's the problem with that: it includes a bunch of uh, Mao the Jewels versions of the songs uh. on there, and that's really fucking confusing if you don't understand why you're suddenly listening to cats yeah that was just that was that was just done because they could how much work goes into that Mal Mal the jewels by the way for those of you who are listening is uh a remix i think is it just of rtj2 or is it just rtj2 it's a remix of rtj2 where every instrument instrument is just cats meowing cat sounds it's incredible. It it really I can only imagine how much time it took it's for them to actually do it. Comedic value. But Once. also <laughs> but also they're kinda <laughs> listenable too. Like some of them are like uh so we at, at CrossFit Yukaro, that playlist accidentally gets hit every now and then because I'll yell, put run the jewels on and someone that doesn't know what they're doing on the radio on on the Spotify just slaps this is run the jewels and then we get meowing <laughs> halfway through the workout <laughs> and everyone's like god damn it and, yeah um so i wouldn't suggest that they're not terrible though i wouldn't suggest that there ha- we maybe we should make our own version our own playlist of run the put, jewels put it out there the four years yeah. special yeah I'm it would just that. start from the top and just run every song that's it <laughs> it's, it's like 30 here's songs the, here's the trick it's all you just it. listen to it in order just listen to it as it's like the fellowship of the ring there you go that's how it is. And it's the director's cut. So it's two th- towers. 12 hours of movies. Return of the King. Um, yeah, dude. Anyways, back to Christmas fucking miracle. Yeah, let's Yeah, that. So <clears throat> anyone that says that run the jewels, uh, the problem is I've, I, I've, I've heard a couple people complain or at least seen on the Internet people saying, man, like all their songs sound exactly the same. And it's 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 somewhat there's some some truth there the the cadence and delivery is are very often very similar the subject matter is generally pretty pretty similar as well uh 
but I would say the only reason they sound the same is because they use the same type of technique, right? They have the instrumental kind of a little bit lower and they're like yelling over top of it. Whereas there's some artists that will blend their vocals into it or they, or they let the beat kind of hide their like abilities, not to not to rap very clearly. Um, Run the Jewels does not do that. They want you to hear them full blast first and then enjoy the beat second. Um, but I think there's a really diverse range of beats and uh, production on RTJ1. You, you have like the trap sound, the real like in your face, like almost like EDM type of vibe. Uh, you have a little bit, you have a couple like slower tracks, but then you have stuff like, uh, I mean, you only have this one song, but this goes through their whole catalog. You have things like, uh, a Christmas fucking miracle where they somehow facilitate a horror movie type of, <laughs> of, of sound through the beat and, and like change your emote, like to go from the hypeness of the rest of this album into the uh, grim point of view. That is a Christmas fucking miracle. I'd like, that's pretty talented. It's a hard full swing, but it still feels pretty natural. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you look at where the album and we've talked about this a lot on, on, this show is looking at where an album starts and where it finishes thematically, you know, <clears throat> run the jewels kicks off with bum, 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 which is like, okay, we're going to fucking go to war. Let's do this. Yeah. That sounds awesome. And then it ends with this, like this bells type sound, like just kind of mm-hmm. tinkling in the distance. But oh, underneath that, like bells type sound is like the devil. Yeah devil music it's just it's just devil music one played. fucking aggressive just like heavy thumping kick drum yeah. and a bass line right underneath that, that thing that, that bass line sounds like the the giant bell that they 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 uh rock back and forth it sounds like the liberty bell cracking nice yeah <laughs> in hell though hell yeah so it's deeper get yeah. some that's yeah, how yeah. that's how pitch get, works the lower you are yeah in death valley you can hear the deepest sounds <laughs> Mariana's Trench is even crazier. Deepest farts. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is this is one of my my sort of like hidden gem songs. I think it's one of the more underappreciated songs that they have out there because it doesn't kick off with like a I'm going to kick the windows out of this police cruiser and fight the cop in the front seat vibe to it. It has more of like a shit's getting real mm-hmm. and life's going to drag you down type vibe to it. 100%. Which I love. I'm totally down with that. Yeah, the the music video for it is like a, a twist on the the what is it the the Christmas story where the the dude gets visited by all the different the oh uh, Ebenezer Scrooge yeah Ebenezer yeah. Scrooge but I forget what's called like I think it's called a, it's not called a Christmas story is no. it it's not called that yeah I have Christmas no idea. miracle it's not called a Christmas no idea miracle. neither of us know is that embarrassing I whatever christmas is yeah whatever whatever (laughs) (laughs) don't tell katie christmas is super important that is the official stance of four years that's right so important that this might be our our soundtrack song (laughs) christmas fucking miracle yeah i uh i'm i'm excited that we i'm excited that we're we're doing the run the jewels set it has to be done it absolutely has to be done because i've never seen them live and that has to happen that fucking has to happen. I imagine they're going to go on tour sometime this year. And what better way for us to get free tickets than to do three podcasts that, if you listen to them with the albums, will be roughly as long as each one of the Lord of the Rings movies. 
Yeah, just to, just this this podcast is already longer than the album is. So, so if you listen to this podcast instead of the album, you fucked up. A hundred percent. Don't even just stop listening to us. What you well, take that back. <laughs> what you should be doing is you have one device. One device is playing the album. You have one earbud in for that album. Nice. And the other earbud. Nice. You have Lord of the Rings, <laughs> <laughs> of the Rings <laughs> playing. You got me. I'll be on honest, th- you had me in the first half. <laughs> on a third device, you have this podcast playing, but you can't hear it. <laughs> I see that as an absolute win. win. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I strongly suggest listening to Run the Jewels and uh, just start wherever. Mainly, maybe from the top. Maybe start with Run the Jewels. Yeah, honestly. I At Run the Jewels at Run the Jewels. You should do it, you should do it with us. You should spend... From now until we do the next one of these episodes, listening to RTJ1. Pretend that RTJ2 and 3 do not exist. Yeah. And just listen to one exclusively. Hit us up. Let you know. Let us know what, what your favorite songs were. Let us know if we missed the mark or um, or if, if we just turned you on to the, the greatest thing you've ever discovered. Let Seriously. All right. Wh- what is your social media here? I'm at Chase504 on YouTube and Instagram. You can hit me up. Let me know if you want to hear anything in particular reviewed. Hell yeah. And uh, I'm at Arm & Hammer TV. Thank you so much, everybody. And we're going to wrap it up here. We're going to listen to the first little bit of Banana Clipper. Yeah. Hey, hey. I move with the elegance of an African elephant. I presented the evidence. Eloquent as a president. Evident is beneficent. I deserve me a championship. But before I banana clip, I'ma chill so my man can rip. Little man against Henny and with the heart of an orphan. I got the worth of a murderer and an eye for distortion. You take a slice of my portion, I'll take a piece of your profit. I drive an illegal speed to keep an OZ in my pocket. We run the jewels in your town. A quarter pound on my person. I'm known for pounding the stage. I'm talking burning and cursing. Producer gave me a beat. Said it's the beat of the year. I said LP didn't do it, so get the fuck out of here. You wanna hang? Bring your throat. I got stools in.